Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 240. Five things you should pay for to get fixed in your tennis game. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, your probable number one excuse for not learning tennis was don't have enough time. Well, I guess COVID-19 solved that problem. Check out my online course, Accelerator Tennis System, a fresh start guide on how to play smart tennis. Click on the link in the show notes or log on to BackhandCity.com today. Well, today's topic, five things you should get fixed, or let me, let me rephrase that, five things you should pay to get fixed in your tennis game. Big difference there. So, tennis pros make a living fixing problems. Typically, my ideal new customer is come to me with a big problem they're really frustrated with. So a lot of the list that I've come up with here is over 34 years of teaching. And as I've gone through a lot of recreational tennis players games and built them up from the ground or took an existing game and reframed it, these are the things that I would recommend to you as a student to fix and to pay to get fixed. Number one, Pay for a reliable second serve. That is probably the number one piece of angst that people have when they play tennis. And when they show up on my practice court, they really want to get better at serving. So typically, when I teach somebody to serve or I fix their existing serve, I really don't divide it up into, okay, first we're going to learn the first serve, then we're going to learn the second serve. What I do is just break down the technical aspects of their game and fix what's missing. If they've been playing a while, maybe I can tweak it and get them going. But the real mental thing I want you to wrap your head around it is developing a reliable serve. Okay, one that goes in in practice, eight out of 10, nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 times. You should have in practice with no pressure, at least a serve that goes in 80% of the time. Now, I call this a second serve, but there's no reason you don't have to hit that serve on your first serve. And one of the things we're really solving with students here is the Anxiety of not being able to serve consistent, consistently and then get into the point play. And I think that's what happens when people's wheels fall off on the serve. They've got this mindset of, I need to work on my first serve, and then I need to work on my second serve. And you're really going out of progression. You need to really work on that quote-unquote second serve, that reliable serve that goes in 8 out of 10 times, because in matches, that's going to translate to six out of 10 times because your heart rate's elevated. You're sweating more. There's more anxiety when you're playing a match as opposed to just practicing your serve or practicing it with a friend. Big differential there. Number two, 
I want you to pay for a reliable first survey. You can see these go hand in hand. Once you're on my private lesson court and we've accomplished our goal with the second serve, now we can add different values to it. We can increase the power of it. We can increase the spin of it, or we can improve the location. So as you're kind of noticing here, we didn't really work on power right in the beginning. We worked on reliable, consistent fundamentals. Then from there, now we can work on moving it around the service box. Now we can add some different spin and trajectory to your serve. And now we can add more power. That's what a first serve allows you to do is take slightly smarter risks with the first serve without abandoning your core technical aspects of your serve. A lot of times I just tell people, listen, if you've already got a good game plan and you are already know how to exploit the weakness of your opponent, don't mess around with your first serve. Just hit your reliable 80% conversion rate serve right to their weakness and start the point. You're going to see an accumulation of points just from the value of putting the ball in the court consistently. It not only saves you a lot of energy, it saves you a lot of anxiety from overthinking, and you're immediately putting your opponent in a deficit because they're hitting their less favorite shot. Tip number three of what I would pay for is a playing style. I see a lot of people who are playing or just kind of out there winging it around the tennis court. There's a few major playing styles, and we need to figure out what your playing style is, not only based on your physical gifts, but also kind of your mental outlook as well. For example, if you don't have a lot of patience and you're a power hitter, I'm not going to turn you into a retriever who just runs all over. I'm going to train you how to put the ball in play with aggression and get in dictating flows with your point patterns that suit your personality and your physical gifts. Point number four, I would develop and pay for a reliable shot. Typically, this has to do with a forehand. It could do with maybe something like a sliced backhand, but typically it's around a forehand or a serve. Since we already covered the serve, and that's a big part of the game, you're going to need a reliable shot for the shots you hit the most, and that's probably going to be a ground stroke. So you need to develop a reliable forehand or maybe something nuanced like a reliable slice backhand. And finally, the last thing I'd pay for, number five, I would pay to develop a reliable shot tolerance. Now, what does that mean? No, I'm not talking about going to the bar and being able to down a lot of tequila shots. What I'm talking about is develop with your coach and pay for a shot tolerance that's durable and you're able to rally three, four, five, six balls into specific patterns that are low risk and give you high reward. And I think what happens with people is they watch a lot of YouTube or they watch matches on the tennis channel and they try these cowboy shots or what I call television shots that they see on TV. And I think what happens with a lot of club players they're in a good pattern, and then they just abandon it because they want to get out the bazooka, and they want to end the point. So those are the five things I think you should pay to get fixed in your tennis game. A reliable second serve, a reliable and powerful first serve that you can uh, alter with spin, 
placement and speed. I think you should have a very good playing style that your opponents are able to say, that is what that player does really well. I think you should also develop a really reliable weapon in your ground strokes. And finally, I think you should pay to develop higher shot tolerance so your game can really perform under duress. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go into iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified each day with a fresh episode. And if you're looking for people to practice with outside of these paid tennis lessons, log on to BackhandCity.com and click on the blog and then seek the join link. Once you're there, enter your first name, last name, and email, and you can get inside the dashboard, decorate your profile, and then start searching for tennis partners immediately. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove. I believe it was inevitable. That's when push comes to shove. I knew it all.